0: You can also email the show. The address is sporgi at christophermedia.net. If you would like to donate to Sporgi, you can click on the PayPal button at christophermedia.net. If you use Amazon.com, please click and bookmark the Amazon link at christophermedia.net. It will not cost you any extra money, and you will help to support Sporgi. If you are looking to launch your own website, please click through the HostGator banner at ChristopherMedia.net. Christopher Media uses HostGator to host all of the shows produced by the Christopher Media Network. When you click through the HostGator banner at ChristopherMedia.net and sign up for HostGator, you're helping to support Sporgy. We know that choosing the perfect gift for a man is a difficult task, but not anymore. TheBroBasket.com is here to help. We all know men are hard to shop for, but what do guys actually like? their favorite alcohol that's what it could be craft beer wine whiskey scotch or tequila the brobasket.com will put it in a gift basket full of their favorite gear and goodies you can customize your own bro basket or choose from a variety of different bro baskets like the ultimate import sampler the jack and coke gift set or the junior executive gift basket booze but still cool Bro baskets are also available. The brobasket.com gives you many shipping options to choose from, including rush delivery and Saturdays. 21 and over, please. State and local laws apply. Beer, wine and liquor are not available for shipping in all states. You can help to support Christopher Media by clicking through the brobasket.com banner at christophermedia.net. Men used to be hard to shop for. The brobasket.com
1: Welcome to Sportgy, the show that gives you half-ass sports
0: fans giving their half-ass opinions. And now, here are your hosts. Alright, welcome to Sportgy
2: number 71. I'm Chris. I'm Rich. I'm the iceberg Did you miss me? All right. Yes. Actually, yes. Yeah.
3: Believe it or not, uh, number 71. Who is number 71?
2: The stupidest, oh. ugliest, most terrible fucking... Offensive lineman ever Riley reef used to play for Detroit now. He plays for Minnesota. Fuck off
1: Yeah,
3: you can you go play this year We'll get to that later
1: bite me. Uh, what is it? Uh, Malkin for Pittsburgh
2: Pittsburgh? Yeah, Malkin's number oh, seventy-one. probably the most predominant number 71 is uh, Peters Jason Peters over in uh, Philly Offensive lineman that big motherfucker. Good luck getting around him take you half a day Peters
3: but you know it's it's October I mean football is in full goddamn swing Uh, hockey started NBA started the night that we are recording this we'll get to that later but you know October means playoff baseball and holy shit it's a series all of a sudden between Houston and the Yankees
2: anyone see that coming Yankees fans Yeah, I considering not, I didn't even think they were going to be here. No.
3: Yeah, I mean it's, and I'll tell you what I I I firmly thought Jv in an Astros uniform yesterday. It's weird. Am I allowed to still, Am I allowed to think it still
1: is weird? You know, it happened. You know, a couple months ago. Yeah, it took me it took me a while to get used to seeing certain players in other uniforms. Yeah, but, but was...
2: You wild, know, though. Looked good on what the mound, though. Are you dressing
3: up as a playoff baseball player for Halloween, JV. It's about. <laughs> Uh, But so yeah, I mean, some advertising salesman's dick got a little harder tonight because the prospect of L.A. New York series uh, is a lot more real than it was uh, 24 hours ago.
1: Well, yeah, but at this point, Chicago, New York, L.A., New York, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I mean, they they would like L.A. because it's, what, second biggest media market in the world, or at least mm-hmm. the United States. But, I mean, they'll take Chicago.
3: Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it, they, have the, they have the first, second, and third media market all in the playoffs.
2: And then the heart-wrenching Astros, that, that whole sob story of, I live on a coast of a fucking huge ocean where hurricanes happen yearly. But help us. That story.
3: Uh, r- really? So you're going to act like shit didn't get all fucked up and flooded? I mean, I get it. <laughs> or, you know, hey, don't be surprised if you live on a coastal plain and your shit gets flooded out. But Come on, man. Don't change the fact all their shit got fucked up.
2: Yeah, but that that's my Michigander talking. I'm in Kansas, so I'm in the middle of Tornado Alley now.
3: <laughs> well, uh, I mean, it, it's actually, it just started what? Uh, Dodgers and Cubs going on at the moment, but Dodgers are up 2 nothing in that series. So, yeah, it, uh, if the Cubs are going to repeat, they better uh, show the fuck up.
1: Well, it seems like you called it, man. Uh, I, I mean, you basically said, "Hey, look, you know, Dodgers. Yeah, they they went through their slump and they got they got cold, but they did it and they got it out of the way before the the pre- uh, postseason." I wasn't so sure about it. Seems like you were. So yeah, there you go. And the the,
2: the Indians heated up at the wrong time, just a little too early. You called that shit. You called all of it. Start calling you ice man. Wow, the second coming. Look at me. I don't even remember calling half of this. Well, it's I guess just with anything,
3: it's just there's ebbs and flows, man. In life, in sports, I mean, you're gonna if if you miss the ball, you know, twenty five times out of thirty, you're gonna start hitting it soon. I guess that's just the way I think. Maybe I don't fucking know. Yeah, I'm just an NFL sports fan. in the intro? It's called like I see it.
1: Yeah, but it's yeah. funny because Houston has pretty much been steady all year, all season. Like they have played at a high level, but. It's pretty much been steady all season. There hasn't been like that. They, they, they didn't have that huge collapse to where it was like, oh shit, they're coming back down to earth. I mean, the Dodgers were just fucking rolling there for a little bit, and then they what? They won. They went one and nine in a ten game stretch, something like that. I mean, I think it's totally fair to fucking look at that and go, oh yeah, that that that's a problem.
3: Mm-hmm. Well, so, I mean, they went up 2 nothing. Now they 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 won two straight. They dropped two straight. Um, yeah, I mean, they're still in it. But, I mean, the, the Cubs, man. I mean, that's... Oh. Should I partial? <laughs> but, I mean, it's only probably, probably, what, third or fourth inning at this point. Look, look, Dodgers are up 2-1. to one, And, yeah. So, I mean, we'll probably know by the end of this podcast if it's... Dodgers with a commanding lead, or, you know, Cubs showing signs of life, but, I mean, either way, I mean, this, I think it's going to be an interesting World Series with the final four teams that are left. I don't think we're going to get a turd World Series out of any of these
1: four teams, quite honestly. I mean, you know, I, I hate the Yankees, so whatever, but I just, please, fucking, can we not have the Yankees in the World Series? Can we just have, not have that happen? Like, seriously, it, uh, I don't know. Is it? there's no way that they should have done the turnover they did sent from those, those 2000 teams to the teams now. And they have as little, a fucking downtime, if you could call it that, as they did. And then they fucking win the world series again. I mean, cause they, they, what, they won one like what? Seven years ago, six years ago, something like that. Like, uh, yeah, I think so I don't know like I said baseball to me is the best when the Yankees are 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 doing well but they also you know they get they get put in their place on the way to the World Series because you need a bad guy you need someone to root against right, the,
2: Yankee, the the Yankees are like the Pats man before the season even starts you're talking about them being in playing in October.
1: Yeah, but they weren't talking that shit when Jeter and uh, Rivera retired. All that shit was fucking out the window. They were, you know, oh, rebuilding and and, and this and that and all this crap. Well, I mean, that's the quickest fucking rebuild turnaround I've seen. I mean, they... they w- w- hold on, what's their worst fucking finish? Uh, Hold on a sec. Why does... Google is not my friend anymore. What I want to pop up does not pop up anymore. It's getting fucking very old. Uh, really? Uh, okay. I was trying to see what their... Uh, yeah, 2009, they won it against the Phillies. I mean, so... Uh, it's not quite a decade apart, but I mean...
3: Well, what, eight years?
1: Yeah. I mean, but dude, I mean... Outside of the eighties, they're just constantly. They've they've constantly, you know, starting in nineteen twenty three, every fucking decade they've won a championship except for the eighties.
3: Which well, I mean, my might- culture of winning, culture of excellence, culture of buying your titles.
2: The last one. I am going to go with the last one. That's that's what I am saying with <laughs> this team, with with, with the Yankees. You are always talking about them playing in October. You you always assume. They're going to be somewhere in the mix. You never think, well, this team can knock them off, them, maybe that team. No, because their owner just doesn't allow that shit. He goes out and pays high money for high-priced names, and all of a sudden, you got Todd Frazier and a brand new young buck, Aaron Judge, and you know, pitching out the wazoo. And and here they go, you know. So I it, just to me, when you talk about baseball, you. It's one of those staple names. You're always going to talk about the Yankees next year. Doesn't matter if they win to, against Astros this year, or go on to the you know the World Series or whatever. Next year, we're going to be talking about who can t- stop the Yankees from going. It's just that's the way that it is with you know
1: baseball. Well, you know, and also all the talk for guys like you know CC Sabathia, who they have on their team. There was a stat that kind of blew me away, which was. In the playoffs, since he's been a Yankee, when he pitches the day after a loss, he hasn't he hasn't lost it yet. And this is a guy who they've been saying his career is over for years now.
2: Well that's because he's been saying it for
1: years. <laughs> but I mean that's that's like Verlander esque. You know, oh Verlander's career is over with. It's over with. You get him in the playoffs and pretty much all he does is win.
2: Well that's just it. Did you see him the the other night? Was it last night? Fucker went nine innings, went the distance. Insanely what? amount of strikeouts.
1: Oh, oh, I mean, that's not shocking for Verlander. He's always been a pitcher that will give you as long as the manager will keep him in, he'll fucking stay in. I don't think I've ever heard of a situation in all his years here in Detroit where he was asking to be taken out. I know there was, I know there was times when Leland took him out when he was pissed. Like, no, I can keep pitching. Leland was like, no, Nah. You, you, did everything you needed to do, go have a seat. We'll get the rest of we'll get the rest of these outs for you. I mean, you can clearly see some of those exchanges on the mound over the years that he was pissed, so he just doesn't like he's one of those guys he don't want to come out the game. He's got that old school bulldog mentality.
2: No, I got you, but it's not just that he doesn't come out dude he fucking uh, an enormous amount of strikeouts. It wasn't he just stayed in he stayed in and got the job
1: done. Well, that's what he's known as. he's known as a strikeout pitcher. I mean, he's never been a guy that's like, he's never been a fucking a pitcher who pitches the contact and gets like, you know, fly ball outs and ground ball outs and shit. He wants to go up there and strike the people out. It's just how he is. But yeah, I don't know. That's looking like a pretty good trade for the Astros. And I mean, I know that yeah. one pitcher can't can't save a series, but he can definitely stop a. a, a a losing slide in a series. We've seen it here in Detroit, and I see nothing to tell me that he's not capable of doing it in, in Houston.
3: Those memes are about to
1: start going around Houston now. Houston yeah, everybody, yeah, everybody calm down. I got this shit. You know, just yeah. updated with him in the Houston uniform.
2: Yeah, definitely one pitcher can't uh, save a series. Thanks, Drasburg, for playing. Appreciate it. Yeah, and yeah. right?
1: Yeah, but they've. I. I Not a big fan of the way Nationals have used Strasburg since he first came into the league with all these, you know, there's an innings cap on him. And even if we make the postseason, we're not going to play him past so many after he pitches so many innings and all this shit. And it's like, I don't know, man. What's the point of trying to protect a player to keep him around? for longer if by not playing them you're costing yourself a a possibility of a chance of winning a world series because what's going to put more more asses in the seats strasburg pitching into his you know late 30s early 40s or a couple world series titles
2: well yeah and that's my point i mean they have him and they have uh what's his fucking nuts the other Serger, yeah max serger and they still lost so you know, I that that right there when I when I saw that that took me back to Tampa Bay with Randy Johnson and Curt Schilling. That was their two aces, but they killed that series.
1: Tampa Bay, yeah.
2: Tampa Bay know, did not make the playoffs.
1: I, I don't remember those two ever. You mean Arizona. In yeah, I remember they pitched in Arizona together.
2: Arizona, Tampa Bay, the other no name team. You know what I'm talking about? Those two.
3: Uh, all right. <laughs> Half ass sports fans, people.
2: Yeah, I was going to say, what did you say, Chris? Yeah,
3: but yeah. So I mean, that's really that's that's the baseball playoffs. I'm willing to bet by this time next week, uh, the World Series will be set, and yeah, we talk about it from then. If we move on from one season, wrapping it up to one season that is literally starting tonight. Gordon Hayward. Oops.
1: Well, well, real quick, I just want to say, if the Cubs make it to the World Series again for the second year in a row, uh, what's the over-under on how many times Fox, or whoever who has the World Series this year, cuts to Eddie Vedder and or Bill Murray in the crowd? I'll take uh, the over. I don't care what it is. Per, I'll take game, the over. Like per game. Per like game. Per game. Twice a game.
3: At
2: least twice a game.
1: At least twice? Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. I'm I'm taking the over. I'm Sorry, I just had to get that in there because you'd think but, that those are the only two fucking fans Chicago has. Sometimes the way that some of, some of the sports media covers that team. Just,
2: yeah. just because we're talking about the Cubs, I, I'm not counting them out, whether they win or lose tonight. Because to get to the World Series, they had to overcome a three uh, three game deficit. So they are they are no stranger to comebacks. This is true,
3: but you know we won't be coming back, or Hayward. Wah wah!
2: <laughs> You're all about that break, aren't you,
3: <laughs> dude? Uh, well, do you know what that is? That's karma, I think, for Boston for pulling that move. Hey, why don't you take Isaiah? not you take half a season, Isaiah Thomas, Cleveland Cavaliers, and we'll take full season, Kyrie Irving. I really, okay. I think that that's fate stepping in, even in things out
2: and no season Hayward <laughs> half a quarter Hayward
3: <laughs> well, he broke his ankle he'll play, he'll play at some point again this season probably won't be till like you know all-star break but I mean the broke ankle isn't your whole season is it? I mean, it is, probably not
2: it, uh, it, it is when you're a basketball player dude you gotta jump off that thing then you gotta land on that thing yeah, this is true but, uh, whoops.
3: And then, uh, yeah, just, uh, do we really, I mean, uh, I did think, I did see something over the weekend about Michael Jordan complaining how there's going to be 28 garbage teams. I don't want to talk about Super that. Team. Are you
2: kidding me, that motherfucker? What? What do you mean? What? The, this is a talk show. Talk about it. What are you feelings? I, how how the hell is he going to come out and go, I think super teams is going to ruin the sport? You are the founder of the fucking super team, dude. Oh, he wasn't. What? Really? Did, when did he leave the Bulls
3: to go play on a team with another uh, three or four superstars
2: who were assembled with him? When did he do that? He didn't have to leave the Bulls. The Bulls was the super team, dude. So... Three or four superstars came to play with him. Just because Chicago had great general management. No, they didn't. Dennis
3: Rodman came. Scottie Pippen wasn't brought from anywhere. John Pax wasn't brought from anywhere. Bill Cartwright wasn't brought from anywhere. BJ Armstrong wasn't brought from anywhere. Like, dude, come on, man. Like, the difference between a super, like, the difference between great drafting and then, oh, hey, uh, hey, Chris Paul. Hey, uh, Dwayne Wake. And we all, you know, let's all do this Miami thing together. You know, there's a difference between like coordinating it first and first. Yeah, whoever, you. irrelevant. The third guy, Who cares? <laughs> but I mean, that's, nice yes, exactly. But there's a difference between that, and I can't even think MJ standing on to something because I think, and I, Earl, I really think it's a point you made. I think it's just a, it's a point you made when they started doing all the super team nonsense is it's going to lead to four teams worth watching and a
2: bunch not worth watching? Well, the point I made is that it was down to two out of the entire fucking season. What they ended up doing was spreading the love. So you're better off with four? <laughs> oh, long as long four teams you can it's, watch, you're good? It's, it's still more than four, less than half the league. I mean, the pushings are on track for a season of meh. Yeah, you know,
3: saying, A lot of teams are...
2: But I'm saying though, I can say that I'm a half-ass sports fan, sitting on my couch watching some ball. Michael Jordan is the fucking founder of a super team just because nobody came there, and you know all of this bullshit. Just because the the super team, the super team was need, born within. What's the definition of super team? There, what I'm guessing. Where the starting super five was- are fucking all stars, and they got three yeah. more on the bench. Yeah, super team. But- Yes, but the, the,
3: at least the definition of super team in the last year is a team that it put together a team where they are all on other teams and they put all the superstars together. Chicago was built that way. Well, yeah, Chicago, but so was Golden they, State. Real, so Kevin Durant, so yeah,
2: so Kevin Durant no, no, played no, Golden State. No, no, no. His career. Kevin Durant being there for one year does it count? They were that way for two years before he got there. That's why he went there. Yes, but that is what—that's where that the whole super team thing comes in, bringing in another superstar. It started
3: that—it started in Miami ten years ago. Like that's what—that's what, what they are saying. Super started team, like that the best. shit that they're pulling it in OKC, like the shit they're trying to pull in Cleveland. Like that's—that's that's the super team. Like that's where you're bringing all these awesome. guys from other teams. Chicago was
2: made that way from guys that were drafted.
1: Yeah, but wait, 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 wait. We're, if, if we're talking super teams, we're not talking Miami started it. We're talking Boston started it.
2: Yeah, Boston's big three started that. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. And that anyway, was, and you that was my point, Rich.
1: And that was in response to basically the NBA fucking over their teams with this stupid ass draft lottery. Boston got tired of going. Oh, okay. So we finished fucking. Dead last or near the bottom, and we don't get shit because of the draft lottery. Fine, we'll make shit happen on our own. We'll get three fucking superstars because you won't let us fucking get a draft pick high enough to draft anyone who's worth a shit.
2: (laughs) Boston was like, "Here, hold my beer."
1: (laughs) Well, no, I mean that's that's really what it was. And the only, you know, if the NBA is pissed off or is going to cry about, oh well, there's a lack of parity in the league. Well, it's your own fucking fault with this bullshit draft lottery crap it's been i mean the first one was a clusterfuck that was the patrick ewan you know draft and the of course the nhl adopted it once bettman got his fucking ass in there but it's it, it 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 leaves the worst teams up to a matter of chance to what where they get to draft you know football has it right how you finish is how you draft be and and if you need proof they, even with high draft picks, you can still suck Cleveland Browns. Cleveland. How you doing? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, but you don't understand. Cleveland keeps picking quarterbacks.
1: I'm telling you, dude.
2: Quarterbacks Jesus that nobody God. even wanted to begin with. Nobody wanted to be, them to begin with the fucking start of the college season. Nobody wanted them at the end of the college season, start of the draft, middle of the draft. They weren't going to take them.
1: Well, we'll we'll, we'll get to football but I mean you get my point so I mean it's still possible there can be shitty management from the owner on down that could just torpedo a franchise you know you don't need to put this bullshit oh well we have the draft lottery it's garbage it's it's garbage because you get what happened the whole reason this started is because Boston got tired of getting fucked raw dog in the ass by the NBA so it's their own fucking fault because before then, I, before, honestly, before then, I don't think any, t- any team thought to, fuck it, let's throw all our eggs in one basket and just go fucking get the best three guys we can get by trading away our future. I mean, you know, maybe one or two guys, but they all, everybody always was trying to build around the draft. Magic Johnson. Who drafted him? Lakers. Yeah, they put they put people around him, but they built around him. I mean fuck it. Uh, in Chicago. Yeah, you know, they did, did it in did Detroit. It. They built around Isaiah. What's the biggest trade they made they made before they won that their first championship?
3: Adrian Danley for Mark McGuire There you go.
1: So I mean Adrian it, Danley went to Dallas and kept not winning things. But yeah, this is the nba said here's the playing field we've made it unlevel figure it out and a team went out and did it and then not to be outdone a couple years later one player on one team started making phone calls and that's how you ended up with the big three in miami and now it's commonplace for players to call other fucking players and basically do their own recruiting their you know their, their own free agent recruiting like it it franchises have got to be loving it because they don't have to spend any fucking money hardly. Oh shit. LeBron's going to call for us. What the fuck do we need to spend any money for? Don't need to fly him out here and wine them and dine them. Let LeBron do it. Let LeBron woo him. This is, this is what, this is how the system was set up. This is how you go around the system. This is the loophole in the system. There's going to be super teams until the NBA does something about it. And, I honestly think it's probably gonna it's probably gonna spill over into the NHL before too long. It's just way easier to do in the NBA because there's so few players in the team.
2: It hasn't spent spilt over to the NHL
1: no I don't think I don't think to the extent that it is in the NBA. Not since the salary cap And
3: uh... okay name an NHL super team name a team penguins. that was put together with a whole bunch of superstars penguins what you mean a, a team that again were it was a lot of good drafting that team wasn't put
1: together
2: malkin wasn't drafted
1: where did he come right. from
2: so uh,
1: you there hello hello yeah good to me so, or so, to Earl? so
2: i'm talking so, to Earl. so the penguins drafted him so what
3: <laughs> so what? That's, a, that's what we're talking about. It wasn't a super team. It's a good general management. That team was not... They didn't go, hey,
2: let's grab this guy from the Red Wings and this guy from the Canadiens oh, and this guy oh, from Bruins. Nashville. Nashville did that last season, didn't they? The Predators? Yeah. Around, right? uh, Who? What's his... Grant one what's his one trade... I guess... The point i trying to get
3: at it. Earl, one trade does not make it a super team. We're talking about a bunch of moves. Shit like the hey, NBA hey, hey, last off hey.
2: You just told me that Golden State was a super team because of one fucking trade.
1: What I'm saying is in the uh-huh. NBA you can see. In the NBA, you can do that shit. There's less players. Your starting five are more important than the last guy sitting on the bench. All right. So you can do that. In the NHL, it seems like what they do is they draft, and then they add players to complement the players they draft. Case in point would be Kessel on the Penguins, Hossa on the Chicago Blackhawks, shit like that. I mean, Jesus Christ, for all, this, for all the fucking shit-talking and beatings Detroit took, if you look at the core of their fucking Stanley Cup-winning teams, all those guys were drafted by Detroit. Fedorov, Eiserman, Lindstrom, Konstantinov. These guys were all drafted by Detroit. I mean, yeah, they made they made free agents, especially after the, the, the back-to-back seasons, they made free agent <laughs> signings that were fucking out of this world. But they also traded away future Hall of Famers to get a guy like Brendan Shanahan, who was fucking rotting away up in Hartford. Right, but I mean, to say that it hasn't started in
2: the NHL, I mean, the Red Wings did do it. You know, Brendan Shanahan, Chris Chelios, uh, Brett Hall. Yeah, but you can't for- do it anymore.
3: They've made it so you cannot do that anymore. You haven't been able to do that since two thousand three, two
1: thousand four. Yeah, yeah, since the lockout, the the mid two thousands lockout. But it, still, it's just <laughs> I don't think I don't think it's going anywhere unless the NBA does something very drastic to try to curb the building of teams like this. And the only thing I can really see them doing <laughs> is making it making it illegal for players to contact other players to try to woo them to their team during free agency. But at that point, you're getting into legal issues. Is that, how could they make that against the rules? I mean, I, I know the the NFL does it. You can't contact players till a certain time and you can't, like, there's what, interference rules with free agency that if you get caught, they take some draft picks or something. I'm not exactly sure of the, the the ins and outs of the policy. But I know for every once in a while I hear it happening. But how are you going to stop players from contacting each other? I mean, all they have to do is, you know, oh, it's crazy. We met at the same club, and we talked for three hours. Didn't know he was going to be there. That's all you got to do. You don't, you, know, you don't have to call the guy directly. You're fucking millionaires. Hey, I'm going to be at some club in, in, in L.A. tonight. The guy tweets that out. Boom. There's LeBron magically sitting in the VIP section waiting for him. Oh, hey, how's it going? Yeah, hey, I, name, I had no idea you were going to be here, even though you put it on Twitter. My name's LeBron. So, well. I mean, but, uh, uh, but ultimately, but what does it do? Who does it? Uh, the NBA is, it, the teams that are pissed are the teams that don't have the ability to, to make a super team. But also the teams that don't have the ability to make a super team, for the most part, they're not they're not high profile teams. No one's crying because Detroit Pistons aren't a super team. Pistons fans, but outside of Detroit, no one gives a shit. No one gives a shit what the Magic are doing. I mean, it's just nature of the beast, man. And mm-hmm. and Golden State, their best players they got through the draft. Am I correct?
2: That's yeah. correct, I mean, except Kevin Durant.
1: That's the point. I mean, to me, it's like if you build if you if you build through the draft, that's a different story. When you have one player who's a quote unquote superstar and he recruits other superstars to come there, now you're flirting with the whole super team mentality.
3: Yep. Yeah, when you turn it into a recruitment drive, yeah, that's that's where it comes in. So, yeah, uh, we'll see. It's long season ahead, just starting tonight. We'll know by fucking April how this shit turned out. Maybe it's just one team dominating everybody and three, you know, kind of like Gordon Hayward. Wah, wah. Well, we'll see how this shit plays out. A lot of basketball to be played from now until April. So, I mean, should we just get right into to, to the football weekend, gentlemen? And there's not really much else going on. Anything else we wanted to talk,
1: to hit before we do the football? Nah. Not really. Yeah. Huh? I mean, I, I mean we, we can we can jump into college football and <laughs>
3: talking about how Michigan's oh, gonna get out this weekend? Oh, yeah. they're gonna get fucked. It's gonna be a sexual assault on national TV.
2: Alright, before we just uh, kill the Wolverines, holy shit, college. I you know what though? With the shit that's happened this last weekend. I don't know how the hell they can keep ranking these teams the way they do. I, I'm serious. Clemson got smoked by a fucking unranked, um, uh, it, Syracuse team. And they're still ranked high. I don't get it.
1: I don't know, man. <laughs> I, I mean, if you want to fucking rant against how college football is ranked, uh, I'll, I'll go ahead and mute my mic and let you do it. the They've never come up with anything that satisfies anybody. The only, th- the only thing that that satisfies anybody about college football is the product on the field. But if you got a fucking you huge, thick-ass, coke-can cock, but you can't fucking make a bitch come, what's the point?
3: You don't think it's fair that Clemson went from two to seven? I think that's pretty it's pretty
2: apropos. Two to seven? You lose to an unranked team?
3: Yeah, it's five spots. You know what you got to do to fall five spots? You lose to an unranked team. I mean, when you're up that high, oh, yeah. I mean, really, I mean, it's, yeah, they're almost, they went from
2: almost the top of the top 10 to they're almost out of it.
3: I mean, I can get behind that.
2: I can't because you went from being in the playoff to still having a playoff hunt, and you lost to an unranked fucking team. Michigan yeah, but it's a, lost to yeah, an unranked Spartans team. And dropped way out, almost, almost off the fucking list. They're 19th. Well, no, well, cause, no, Michigan dropped two spots
3: because it took them overtime to beat Indiana. That's why Michigan fell two spots.
2: You see my point? They still won the game, but they dropped spots. Hey, what should we oh, say oh, Michigan wasn't going to fall because Clemson lost? He said the rankings weren't going to go anywhere? I do I believe. Tried to, I tried to keep that, and that's probably why I'm so pissed tonight. I don't get how this shit works. You know, I feel like that old lady on the commercial. That's not how this works. That's not how any of this works.
3: You well, win, you at,
2: and you still fall spots. You look at the top five
3: teams, except for the U and South Florida, they're all the undefeated teams. I and mean, then UCF, where the fuck that is. <laughs> if
2: you, if yeah, I'm not going to spend too much time on it. It doesn't make any fucking sense to me at all. I, I, mean don't, I don't understand how it works.
3: I mean, I get you with the rankings, but I could—it seems pretty cut and dry this week. The top five teams are all undefeated. I could say that. I could. I could see the message to their madness, so to speak. Because who's top five: Wisconsin, TCU, Georgia, Penn State, Alabama. In both told I mean, those are your undefeated powerhouses, man. I mean, the U wins one more game, they'll be right in there with them. They'll be number six. We'll tell OSU to go take a fucking hike,
2: dude. Ohio State got beat by an unranked Oklahoma team that got shot up to the top five because they beat Ohio state has dropped to number nine and Ohio state now is number six. Ohio state who got beat by Oklahoma is now number six and Oklahoma who beat Ohio state is number nine. The fuck out of here. But sure.
3: I Well, we could sit there and chase our tail on this, but I mean, it's, I mean, Oklahoma's five and one. Ohio State six and one. I mean, we can look at schedules, but then you know we're going to turn this into the college football podcast.
2: Like I, think I said, a lot I'm of just going sh- to leave it alone because I, I, I have no idea how that shit works, and I can't put a rationale on it. Like I just told you, the person, the team that beat Ohio State is ranked behind Ohio State. The fuck is that, man? Nah. Well, look just at their
3: schedule. Look at their schedule. There's probably a reason for that.
2: They've also played one less game than Ohio State. Dude, I don't give a shit about their schedules. Oklahoma beat Ohio State. Oklahoma should be ranked above Ohio State. I don't care if they're 25 and 24. By your
3: philosophy, Michigan State should be ranked above Michigan. Michigan State should be ranked above Michigan. Michigan.
1: You're right. So if Oklahoma, their hardest game this season was Ohio State, And the rest of the time, they play nothing but fucking cream-puff teams. Even though Ohio State has a stronger schedule, that one loss to Oklahoma should make Oklahoma above Ohio State for the rest of the season, regardless of the strength of schedule.
2: As as long as their win-loss record is better and or equal to Ohio State, yes. Oklahoma should be ranked above Ohio State. Because they didn't just beat them, dude. They blew them the fuck out. It was 31-16 that game. It wasn't even close, my friend. And they have the same win-loss record. I don't give a damn about the schedule. Matched up head-to-head, Oklahoma fucking pounced Ohio State. Dude,
3: Oklahoma has played one ranked team. Guess who it was? They played UTEP, Tulane, fucking Baylor, Illinois State, and Texas. Get the fuck out of here. Let's look at Ohio State's record- fucking schedule now. Well, any better. <laughs> they also, uh, Ohio State, the only ranked uh, team they played is Oklahoma. They, they beat Indiana, Army, they UNLV, Rutgers, Maryland, and Nebraska. But what you can look at is you can look at the score. Ohio State beat Indiana, 49-21. They beat Army, 38-7. They beat UNLV, 54-21. They beat Rutgers, 56-0. They beat Maryland, 62-14. They beat Nebraska, 56-14.
2: Okay, and they beat UTEP, 56-7. to They beat Ohio State, 31-16. Beat Tulane, 56-14. W- where's your point? Uh, Bottom line, thanks, boil it down to thanks, the brass tacks.
3: My point is they beat Baylor 49-41. to they, they lost to Illinois State 38-31. They beat Texas 29-24. to Ohio State's offense is putting up more, and Oklahoma's defense is letting more in. That's why Ohio State is probably ranked higher.
2: Yeah, whatever. I'm letting it go. That's stupid. <laughs> okay. That's so stupid let's talk shit. about how
3: Michigan's going to get fucking housed on Saturday. Because oh, good God, man.
2: Up. What's that? Michigan's getting fucked up. Oh yeah. Penn, Penn State has an enormous chip. Has had an enormous chip on their shoulders because of that Sandusky shit, and they've let it show ever since. Because those yeah. kids were those kids were getting penalized for shit that they had absolutely nothing to do with, and it's their time, and and they are letting it show. Man, that is a hell of a football team. I'm
3: just gonna kind of gonna gloss over. Some of the insane shit you just said and keep it on football here. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's going to be like a, a football version of a Brazzers video on Saturday. I mean, Penn State's ranked number two. I mean, they're... Dude, I mean, would you see them play? I mean, they, they look like they might be playing in the national championship game.
1: If they keep the level they're playing at up. I'm, te- I'm telling you, dude. It's... <laughs> Penn State, Wisconsin... Ohio State four losses from Michigan this season. It, it. I had the feeling before the season started. To me, to me, the litmus test was the state game. If it, if yeah. they had won fourteen to ten, I would be sitting here going, they're going to get fucking trucked by, Penn State, Wisconsin, and Ohio State. If they went in there and fucking just, I mean, took it to Michigan State like they took it to Rutgers last season. I mean, obviously not that fucking score. That was ridiculous. But, I mean, if they just fucking controlled that game and the only time skate put, State put up any points was garbage time, then, you know, I'd have a different feeling. But, I mean, dude, I this team just doesn't have it. This team just does not have it. Harbaugh was brought in to be a quarterback coach and to bring back the heyday of the, of the elite Michigan quarterback, and be the quarterback whisperer. And the only, the only thing that you can really say about this fucking team that's like above average is their defense. But it's, it's not a historically great defense. It's not an elite defense. Even though <laughs> it's funny listening to uh, not last week's but, but the state game. The announcers from Michigan were calling their defense elite. And I was wondering what fucking game are you watching? I mean seriously. You want to get right down to it. Yeah, okay, they haven't allowed more than 17 points in a game up to last week. But that was against Florida. Mm-hmm. Indiana the Indiana took them to overtime. Yeah. You know, I mean, I don't know. It, it's not going to be pretty. and uh, unfor- Well, maybe fortunately, you know, there's a lot of Michigan fans who, when I talk to them, they get pissed off at me. What are you doing? Why are you shitting on Harbaugh? Why are you saying he should be on the hot seat? He hasn't even been here, you know, four full seasons. Give him four full seasons. Let him actually get players that he recruited and and, and coached up, you know, for a couple of years in there. And it's like, yeah, I get that, but I mean, at a certain point, you have to you have to admit that this isn't the play. This isn't the coach that you thought you were getting. It's just not, you know. And for all the talk, I'm sorry, but going back to the the Bow days of winning the Big Ten. And then losing in the Rose Bowl, yeah, yeah. that's not good enough for me. Not 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 after all this bullshit and buildup that they had with, with with Mr. Jesus and Khakis here.
3: Yeah, I, they don't look good. They don't look. They say 1997. He ain't Lloyd Carr. I mean, it's just I watch him and I see. I kind of see what I see when I see the Lions. If you go to the playoffs. You'll be one and done. Like I, I see Michigan going to the nobody cares bowl, you know. To be fair, they might be playing Michigan State in it. But I mean, yeah.
1: Dude, that there was... were t- okay, expectations for this season, not just from me, but from Michigan fans from the college football world, was Michigan minimum, go in and win the big ten. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't even that doesn't even look that doesn't even look realistic at this point. I mean, it's just, there's no way. I'm not putting them above Ohio State. I'm not putting them above Penn State. Now, hey, if they go in and they just fucking rock Penn State, I'll be happy. But I don't think it's fucking very likely. Damn sure wouldn't put any money on it. So, you know, it, they are what they are. And I think Harbaugh is getting way more of a pass than he probably should be getting. I mean, his record is... is basically exactly the same as brady hoax through this many games you know yeah he didn't have a rich rod type holy shit season to start off with but i mean you're supposed to come in and you're supposed to make us you know dominant from the get-go and i keep hearing okay i you know i heard oh three years it's gonna be on what's well, the third year now i'm hearing the fans go oh well f- Fourth year, it's on. Okay, well, if it doesn't happen next year, how many years do we have to wait for it to be on, motherfucker?
3: Yeah, it's college football. We ain't got time to bleed. Exactly. But, but quite honestly, I mean, now I have the same opinion of Michigan State this year. Like, their defense looks like it's back, but again, I mean, I, I just keep coming back to the, the second half of that Michigan-Michigan State team, how awful both of those offenses look. I mean, shit, you had five you had five gimmies, Michigan State, and you didn't convert them, you know? So, I mean, it, Richard sounds like we, we both share the same kind of bleak outlook
1: for our prospective adopted college teams this year. Well, and I we, mean, this is, this is what I would say. D'Antonio's an elite college football head coach. Harbaugh isn't. Yeah, you know... Ooh, shots fired. Last year was a dumpster fire for State. But even if I was if I was a State fan, I'd be like, Whew. all right, man, I, now I know it's capable that you can have a season like this, but you better not have it again. And you better not have it, another one right after the, <laughs> you know, back-to-back seasons like this. Yeah, well, then, they
3: win one more. They double their win total from last
1: season. E- exactly. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I, I know a lot of people that were saying, "Oh, state's going to come out, and they're going to be lucky to get you know four or five wins." I'm like, I, All right. I might have been one of.
3: <laughs> Just after last year, I was a little, a little disheartened after last season. Like, oh,
1: good. oh, what happened? Yeah, but I mean, you know, people sit here and they sing the praises of Nick Nick Saban, but well, let's be honest, Saban was the head coach of the fucking Spartans. What do you do with them? Nothing. Nothing. I mean, that I'm ready
3: for John L. Smith. That's what he
1: did. And, are we, you know, I understand that we turned a blind eye in college football to the recruiting practices of the, you know, top tier teams. But that just shows you that you give Saban a school that maybe breaks or bends the rules at a less than average clip than most of the fucking top 25, you know, parentally ranked top 25 teams. He can't do shit. He goes to Alabama in the SEC where the money's flying around like a goddamn strip club after a fucking lottery winner goes there. And yeah, boom, all of a sudden he can win. Best team money can buy. I mean, come the fuck on, man. That's why I, you know, I, I D'Antonio doesn't coach a team, doesn't coach my team, will never coach my team. I, Absolutely, do not like the team he coaches, but you know what? He, he, he's elite. Look what he's done with what he's been given. When Saban had the same opportunity, couldn't do it. Harbaugh's That's been true. given. Har- Harbaugh's been given more, just by having that block M on the side of those fucking on on, on all the letterheads he sends out to rec- to, to high school students. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, he has pulled. I mean, just. Belichick levels of bending rules and stretching rules to the breaking point to get recruits to the point where the NCAA has come out and changed the rules to stop him from doing it for more than one season. And where's that showing? Three years in, where, where where are we seeing it? His number one quarterback goes down. His backup quarterback's a, what, 23-, 24-year-old kid who and, and what played at Houston? Okay. That's who we're hanging our hopes on. Come on, man! This is the quarterback whisper.
3: Twenty-three, twenty-four. Would be a walk-on. Shouldn't he be done by now? That's what He's I'm saying. NFL.
1: That's what I'm saying. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I, I said it last week, but I mean, I'm definitely saying it this week. This, this Illinois game convinced me all I needed all the convincing of, uh, or excuse me, Indiana game convinced me of all the convincing I needed. Uh. The state's going to finish higher in the rankings, and at this point, I they should. I mean, I, that's just all there is to it. So I know all those Wolverine, you know, Kool-Aid drinkers, they ain't going to be happy, but all right. You guys want to give him another season? I, I'm very much a, a, a very vocal but also a very small minority of Michigan fans who are like, I think his ass needs to be, have some fire up under it right now. Yeah. But this is we're sitting here six games through next season and we're in the same fucking position. Mm mm. No nope. any Michigan fan that's like, oh, we gotta give him five years, you're full of shit. If this was Rich, Rich Rod, this was Rich Rod, you'd have drummed him out and you did drum Brady Hulk out. So I don't wanna hear it. Yeah. Hey,
3: While well, we're talking about Kool-Aid drinkers, how about them Lions, huh? Mm. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Fourteen and two.
3: God, I'm tired of being right. Uh, <laughs>
2: Lions are just like everybody else in the NFL. They can't avoid injury. It happens. I guess.
3: But I mean, dude, New Orleans I gotta give New Orleans credit. They've gotten their defense has gotten their shit together after their first two games. Their first two games, that team has awful in the last three game. You know, I'm not I'm not saying it's bounty gate S but it definitely looked a lot better than it did the first couple games. But, man, you're huh?
1: Well, let me bring Where up go, something. Those
3: guys still got
1: it. Let me bring up something that seems to me has been overlooked in the, the Lions talk from last the last game. Why the fuck was Stafford still in that game? Why are you keeping is, the highest the contract? paid player who's already hurt in a game when they would have had to make the most historic comeback in the history of the NFL to win that game. They almost did. Almost? What was the final score? Uh, It was 50 to 40-something, I don't know. Are you sure about that? Bye. Yeah. We were a touchdown away, Rich. And
2: then we were backed up to our own end zone, and ball got tipped and intercepted in the end zone.
1: 52-38. Exactly exactly that wasn't a defense that lost you that game that was that offense Stafford was out there not a hundred percent trying to make the most historic comeback that had ever would ever have happened ever in the NFL and that defense had already proven that he was their bitch for that day and continued to prove it don't care how the same hand grenades and horseshoes baby I don't care how close you are you didn't fucking pull up next to him you never tied the game you never led in the game you didn't come back and win the game. You've got a quarterback who's out there fucking hobbled already, and you're going to keep throwing them out there for what reason? Because I'm going to tell you a what. Contract. If, well, Caldwell better not like it, better hope that – or better thank whatever God he believes in that Stafford didn't get hurt and didn't miss in, – in, is not going to miss any games because of his bullshit decision to keep him in that game. Because if he would have – Speaking of contracts, later for him, you ain't coming back as head coach. He just I'm, signed an extension. And they can't fire a coach no matter what no. the fuck he just signed? That's true. That's what I'm saying. Later for him. I mean, dude, it, there's a point where Stafford 100%, fine. Half the offensive line was on the fucking bench. They couldn't protect him. He's injured already. And you're throwing them out there saying we need a fucking miracle, literally a miracle to win this game, a comeback that's never been seen before in the history of this game. I, to me, that's yeah. that's playing fast and loose with your fucking future right there. I that future. That's but. playing fast and loose with the present because if Stafford goes down and he's done for the season, Rodgers part two. Who the fuck does the Lions have? Because they don't have any no, offensive really. weapons Who's of the any name. Lions have? Who's his backup nowadays? Graddick. Oh, I mean Rudock, Rudock, whatever. Take Stafford off that offense, and who the fuck is the superstar? Who the fuck is the guy that that is going to to make plays, no matter who's throwing to him or who's handing the ball to him? They don't have that type of offense. Now, all this talk about oh that since oh, what's his face came over from uh, I forget the GM's name, but ever since he came over from New England, oh well, you know he's drafted for depth. They have the most players. players. Yeah, they, they have the most players in the top two hundred and fifty players in the, in the NFL. Well, we're about to see how much depth they have. Yeah, we, we, they don't have need the it.
2: we don't have the depth. Oh. We don't have the depth. We you know, Jared Davis went down. We didn't have a linebacker to uh, stop him, uh, back him up. Uh, Zeke went down. We didn't have a defensive end to back his spot up. Fucking Quinn's down. We don't have a safety to back his spot up. Matt Stafford's hurt. Gonna play, but he's fucking hurt. We don't have a quarterback to back his ass up. Yeah, we don't have depth. I
3: believe Rob Schneider said it best in The Waterboy when he said, "Oh no, we suck again." Yeah, that's about it. Like, that's pretty much how I feel after this week. Like I mean, and it's so, I mean, and I saw it coming through. And the, God damn it, still every Sunday I still sit there with a glimmer of hope at you know. Twelve fifty nine, <laughs> and then oh god damn it! i do well, not. I'm well, not free Lions like, yet.
2: It's like I said, it's theirs to lose. This is their season. There's no big road blocks in the season, and they're finding a way. It's the Lions. They find their way.
1: It's through yeah, injury, But here's 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 the deal though. Did the NFC Central or Central, uh, NFC North, totally gift wrap for them?
3: Yeah, what I said done. All right? Bears. Anyway, yeah. we'll see. And, but it looks like right now, yes, me is a win division. I'll tell you, just by watching him play, I'm going to tell you the Vikings. You no, know? I- if, the Lions, if the Lions who played the first two weeks are going to show up, maybe the Lions. But, I mean, from what I've just seen in general, I mean, unless, you know, I mean, one thing I will give the pack is we remember what happened when this guy named Brett Favre went away. It, you know? got injured, this unknown kid yeah. named Aaron Rodgers showed up, and we were like, oh, well, this should be good. Watch no, this no, 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 and now,
2: don't, don't try to set that narrative. Aaron Rodgers studied under Brett Farr for many a moon, many, many no, a moon. I'm,
3: but we talk about culture a lot with this team out of Boston. I don't think we talk culture enough about this team out of Green Bay. You think that they're a contender every year on accident? Every year I've been alive, it's pretty much been Green Bay's division to lose. You know, every now and then the Bears and Vikings won a division. Right,
2: but in the 90s (laughs) they had Brett Favre, and in the 2000s they had Aaron Rodgers. Now they don't have any. This is the first time since 92 that one of those two aren't starting. Aaron Rodgers didn't start playing like 10,
3: 12 years ago. Aaron Rodgers is still in the grand scheme of things relatively new to the Green Bay Packers. I'm just saying, it's a a culture over there. Don't count this kid out for the rest of the season. They said the last time the Packers didn't have Aaron Rodgers,
2: they went six and three. This kid's only been in the Packers organization for three years, man. I'm aware, but what I'm saying is, it's a culture, man. Who the fuck was the backup that they went six and three under? I
3: don't know. The point is, they went six and three with Aaron Rodgers' backup. That's my point. Insert, you know, white boy from, you know, Midwest here as his backup. That's just saying, it's it's, it's probably, I don't think, you know, we we jerk New England off all the time about a culture and a system, and I don't think we give enough of that love to Green Bay. I'm saying this kid might be all right. You Wait
1: know? a minute, just- Earl. Earl, you saying that, there, that 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 Rogers backups only been in th- with the Packers system for three years? Yeah, that's how long fucking Rogers was. In. It was his backup in the fucking team. Three fucking years. Five season, two thousand five, six, and seven. Two thousand eight season, he took over. Really? What? Yes. Oh. 2008, he went to the Jets. 2009, left. he came back to the to the NFC North, and played for the Vikings.
3: Dude, I thought I had an awesome time in my 20s, Ice Man. Something you had a way awesomer time.
1: He didn't. That's the sad <laughs>
2: part. <laughs> no, I did. I did. I just I, I was with women too much. My bad.
3: Uh, oh what? A, oh, I'm too so busy getting laid to watch football, guys.
1: Yeah. Okay. Uh, I though, Whatever.
3: <laughs> and for 600 days of the week he can be fucking Sundays are for football but I'm just hey yeah, man just saying don't count out this Hundley kid cause, uh, just Green Bay man that's a, the team the town owns the team there's a culture in Green Bay man and seem like well, but NFC North gift rep for, for the
2: Lions they'll probably fucking blow it let's talk about some of these if, early, let's talk. if, if the Lions get healthy
1: the Lions will win the
2: NFC North.
1: If they don't,
2: if they
1: well, balls, you see, this is, this, is a, this, is a, this is a stereotypical Lions fan. Yeah. Too many fucking ifs in that sentence for my liking. They yep. have no excuse to not win the NFC North at this point.
2: Rich, I said that this whole season. They have, this is it. This is their season.
1: There no, is no, 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 no. huge
2: roadblock that they're going to play. No big team where I'm like, ooh, no, there's none of that this season for them. Playoffs different story, different season. This whole season, this whole thing, there was no way that they couldn't. They found a way. They they are the fucking Detroit Lions. They found a way to fuck it up. It's through injury
1: that they're doing that.
2: If they get healthy, they win out. If they don't, well, it's the Lions. Oh,
1: I just too many built-in excuses from Lions fans, and I've heard it all fucking week here and in in Detroit. It's Uh, not a built-in excuse. It's reality. It's just too many excuses, dude. Top. It's, oh, United. injuries, injuries. You didn't lose the equivalent of Aaron Rodgers on your team.
2: Yes, we did, dude. Our team is our defense, and our defense is just rattled, riddled with fucking injury right now. Uh, our, our defense is our team. <laughs> <laughs> and because of injury. Talk about. Eh. Okay, and, you know what?
3: Just always wrap it up about the Lions and go, we'll see. <laughs> That's pretty much it. That's, that's uh, all hey, I can say. Hey, the the guaranteed we won't win or lose next week. Undefeated against the buy, we got that going for us. Maybe this that's defense true. can get healthy. I, I, I will give you that one, Earl. the love him, God. I don't know why, but when yeah, when the first stringers are out there, the defense looks good. But our problem is depth, man. And we'll just we'll leave it at that. We'll talk about some of these other teams. Hey. Let's go the other team in the game. How about those Saints, huh? Uh, Weren't we writing them off two or three weeks ago?
1: I'm still writing Uh, them off. Three and two? Boy, they They sure love playing that spoiler that I called them before the season started, don't they? Earl. (laughs) (laughs) They didn't play
2: the spoiler. They didn't play the spoiler. Fucking injuries played the spoiler. I have fact to back that up. First game, we played them. We fucking annihilated him and Breeze. Didn't throw one fucking touchdown. Not one. I uh, thank you. Next. What are you talking about? What first game we played did Arizona. they play? We played, we played the Saints already. No, we didn't. Bro, are you high right now? A little, <laughs> little bit? Shut up. We played Arizona.
3: We played... Who was after Arizona? We played Arizona, Carolina. We played... Um, the Vikings, yeah, we've not played the Saints till this week.
1: Unless you meet in the playoffs, you don't play the same team out of your division twice in a season. So I don't know what first game you're talking about. Once again, get out of the DeLorean and stop going for rides with Doc Brown. Fucking (laughs) up your timeline.
3: (laughs) But, yeah, the Saints are, they're all of a sudden, they're they're in second place in their division. Tied with the Falcons. We'll we'll get to them. Uh, yeah, man. I mean, Drew Brees showing he's got some shit left in the tank, man. And AP going to the Cardinals. I mean, because it showed Mark Ingram and what's his name? Kamara got the backfield. I mean, I, don't know. I guess you know, don't count him out. Uh, but uh, talk about...
1: I mean, um, I, have,
2: I have... I'm I have, not I have, counting him in.
1: I have, I have faith that as long as you have Drew Brees, you have a fucking puncher's chance of winning the game. However... Mm-hmm. I ain't ready to fucking start singing you know, oh, this is the second coming of AP just because he went out to Arizona and had one game. You're gonna have to do that more you you're gonna have to do that more than once in the season for me to fucking sing you your praises, homeboy.
3: Uh but didn't he get more touches in that game than he got in New Orleans? I guess that's the that's the oh, one defense will make more. Yeah, like he got he got more touches in one week with the Cardinals than he got in five weeks with the Saints.
1: I understand. To Arizona. I understand one that, defense he, I'll give him. I understand that, but he, he was still the number one running back when he came back in Minnesota and he wasn't doing the shit that he was doing. He's been on the decline. Look, just because a player on the decline shows some signs of life every once in a while, doesn't mean they're they're back. And you already got people ready to fucking pencil him in his fucking comeback player of the year. It's one game, folks. Everybody calm the fuck down, all right? And it's a game that, let's be honest, don't really mean shit in the grand scheme of things. It's a yeah. win, and that's always important in the NFL. Yeah. Um, sorry, this cold's kicking my ass, and i got to keep muting it to keep from coughing in people's fucking ears. It's a win, and a win always means something in the NFL. But it's not a fucking game that decides whether they go to the playoffs. It's not a playoff game.
2: Hey Chris, we we got to take this with a grain of salt. He's just bitter that it was against the Bucks. Well, we'll get
3: we'll get to that game. Well, yeah, what are fuck get fucking bitter now? about?
1: <laughs> I wasn't the one saying the Bucks were going to go fourteen and two. Yeah, I said, hey, hey what? I told you what they needed to do this season, and then I told you they're going to be fucking most likely eight and eight.
3: Yeah, what what do you think? Well, I mean, it's the same game. I mean, what do you think? what's going on there, Rich?
1: What the what the fucking ears. What's going on there is I have no fucking idea what's going on there. I don't know. I'm not 100% sure that uh, the so-called locker room leadership that Winston was shown to have during hard knocks wasn't a carefully crafted through editing creation of the NFL for the sake of trying to pump him up as... You know the new hotness. Mm-hmm. I mean, they kind of they kind of tried to do the same thing with Cam Newton, but every time he turns around, Cam Newton shoots himself in the foot with it somehow. You know,
2: I, just what what I see is he he does have that leadership. He really does. Speaking of Winston, he does. He just doesn't have the extraordinary talent that he's going to need to back that up. Combine that with the what the fuckings on the coach. It it's where they're at. Well, I mean, dude
1: it's real simple. He has weapons. He has potential pro bowl offensive weapons. It's not a Stafford situation. It's not like he doesn't have players to throw to that. It's like, Oh, they should come down with the ball. You know, I mean, dude, he's got a deep threat in Deshaun Jackson. He's got Mike Evans. There's really no reason why he's got the muscle hamster. I mean, that's what I'm trying to tell you if this was Muscle Hamster from two, three seasons ago, that'd be a different story. But I mean i I I I don't know, man. And that defense, to to give up that many fucking yards against Adrian Peterson, that's a telltale sign to me. When a defense can't stop the run, that's a soft defense. Mm-hmm. That's all there is to it. Well then that's well,
3: too but Arizona is known for uh oh, no wait. Wrong defense. Never mind.
1: Talk about Tampa Bay. Yeah. I right, was reading and I just I don't know I, I uh, like I said I've been sick all this week uh, I, besides dozing on and off in front of the TV on Sunday I didn't get to watch as intensely and intently as I would have liked to watch the games I wanted to watch but I just, uh, I, t- I took a big nap from like noon to four on Sunday unintentionally so I missed a whole bunch of football myself <laughs> Yeah, I mean I, Tampa is what Tampa is, man. I mean, I, mm. they should they should make forward progress, and if they're going to make forward progress, forward progress is winning their division or getting a wild card spot. And this doesn't look like a team that's going to do that. It doesn't even look like a team that's going to finish five hundred. Yeah, yeah, there's issues. I, I could see, I could see
3: eight and eight, but let's, let's move on. There's plenty of other games, dude. How about the fish? Huh? And what's going on with the Falcons? All of a sudden, the Dolphins we just missed is hot garbage at three and two, and the Falcons have lost two in a row—one to Buffalo, one to the Dolphins. I mean, dude, are buying the Dolphins? I,
2: with the Lions hurt and the the fish fucking beating Falcons, I, I give up, dude. I live in a world where the fucking toilet bowl beat Baltimore with a rookie quarterback. I quit. I I figuring it out. Yeah. Good luck. mean it's
3: are we, are we buying the fish? Are we buying Cutler?
2: Oh, absolutely we're not. That?
3: Not even close. Are the, are the Falcons just collapsing? Are, they, are, they, I think are the, the Falcons having the Super Bowl hangover?
2: The Super Bowl hangover? I think they have a fucking season starting hangover. I, I don't know what that's that. If we were talking about Tampa Bay having all the right pieces and pro bowlers, Come on, man. The Falcons have it all over the place. Fucking defense, offense, the fucking kicker. Everywhere. There is no reason that that team should lose like this. None. Especially to fucking Miami with fucking Cutler.
3: And, yeah, and Julio Jones, man. Is is he ever going to have a bust-out year? He always seems like he's primed to have this crazy prime year and he just always seems to be a warm bowl of it. I mean, he has moments. Don't get me wrong, but Julio Jones reminds me of Randy Moss. Randy Moss ended up with, you know, a ring before he retired. Julio Jones.
2: Fucking Randy uh, Moss had to travel everywhere to get a ring. Julio Jones has a chance to play for one at this point. Uh, Moving on.
3: I mean, the, Vikings and the Packers. I mean, I you, man. Look out for the Vikings. They're 4-2 and two without their starting quarterback. Just putting that out there.
1: Well, you there? know, the Vikings are, are in that, you know, NFC North. So, mm-hmm. I mean, at this point, on paper, injuries or no, it's the Lions to lose. But in reality, we all know how this goes. <laughs> mm-hmm. We yeah. all know how this goes seen
2: this movie before. Uh, we'll see up, at the end of November. The
3: Pats and the Jets. Looking like an old school Pats-Jets matchup. How about Rex
2: Ryan was on the sideline? Wait, the kind of Jets to Yeah. All All right, right, before we Jets get too school? far into it, was it a catch? Was it a touchdown? Yes or no? I don't the fuck you're talking about. Oh my goodness. The most controversial catch of the game. Again, it's a 1 o'clock game. I slept through it. You're killing me, Smalls. Would you like to elaborate? Yes, I'm going to find the story. The Jets versus the Pats. There was a catch. It was called a touchdown on the field. And then it was reversed because they didn't realize that it was a bobbled catch. Here, I got it right here. It was so stupid. I was like, that's a fucking catch. If I've ever seen a catch, it's a catch. And we all know how I feel about fucking Belichick and the Patriots. And I'm telling you it was a catch. That shit was a catch. I don't care what they say. There you go. I'm going to watch this shit.
3: See how and this you,
2: goes. You're going to have to watch it like five times before you could tell me if it's a catch or not. And here's the thing. This goes back to the Golden Tate catch. This is the, the Megatron rule of catch. You have to have irrefutable proof evidence that that can be overturned because i want you to understand it was called a touchdown on the field
3: so this is another
2: process thing yeah this is them saying that he lost the handle on the football and didn't get it back by the time he was out of bounds or over the line one day this goddamn commercial will be over wow Anybody who's anybody can, whether you can argue if it's a catch or not, you you can't tell me there's enough there to tell me that you can overturn it and say it's not a touchdown. And I think that's what get lo- gets lost in these issues. The Tate catch, the Megatron, the, this catch with the Jets and, and others. You have to have indisputable proof. You have to know it for a fact, and it can't be debatable at all. And it's not the case in this one. And the bitch of it is, they even went to New York to to uh, have it reviewed and came back and overturned the fucking call. It's like, bullshit. All right. This
3: is twice. Oh, here we go. Force Illustrated website. Not exactly.
2: And therein lies Damn. my point. Right there. In that response. You don't have to say anything else to me. Well, he looks like he doesn't have... No, see, your your initial response doesn't have control over it. You're right. But your initial response tells me everything I need to know. You can't overturn that. Okay, for example, if it was called incomplete or or not a touchdown or a touchback or whatever, I couldn't argue that you have to, that's a touchdown. I could not come to you and go, Chris, that's a fucking touchdown. They got to overturn this. No, I couldn't do that. There is not enough evidence to overturn the call on the field. All they had to do and what they should have done was said, upon further review, the play stands as called. Which means there wasn't undisputable proof that it wasn't a catch.
3: But there isn't that there
2: was either. That's, like, that's the thing. That's the whole point. That's the whole point of the way that this rule is worded. It has to be undisputable proof. But and when you don't have it, and when you don't have it, you have to go with the call on the field. And the call on the field was a fucking touchdown.
3: Why is, is it such a big deal?
2: These- or is this the scoring review rule?
3: Which one? Which rule did they use as the
2: scapegoat? They, they used the rule that upon further review, the call was overturned. Well, yeah, if, if that's the scoring review rule, I mean, then that's
3: what they do. That's what I'm saying. It, Remember, every, as of, I think it was, what,
2: as of two years ago, every scoring or play gets reviewed? Right. But if you can't, without a shadow of a doubt, claim that that wasn't, he didn't get re-control of the ball and have it when he crossed the line and only the tip of the ball has to penetrate the front of that line, then you have to go with the call on the field. You have to. That's the way it's written. Anybody who's watched this knows that they should have just came out and said after further review, the play stands as called. Period. Done. So, I mean, like, it looks like it was like
3: in the air when he hit the pylon. Like, he didn't. Like, it looks like he didn't regain control until he hit the ground, which is probably why they called him back. I don't know, man. Gave
2: the control, he regained control way before that. These are bad angles on Sports Illustrated's website. But I, I looked at this for, you know, at nauseum, as Rich would say, uh, online and on TV and on the four-letter network and everything else. There's just no way to say he didn't have control. Now, mm-hmm. do you know what they did call? What's that? The fact that he uh, lost control and it went out of out of the back of the end zone? A fucking touchback, dude. They they took it away from him and away from the Jets. Took away the score and gave it to the fucking Patriots. And then and it was a it would have been a game tying touchdown. <laughs> It's like I wanted to go and give the Jets a hug. Like I'm from Detroit, I know how you feel. <laughs> it's happened to us, you know, a couple of
0: times. <laughs> yeah, <it> sucks.
2: Yeah. <laughs> there, there's no way. There's, like I said, you can't overturn that call. If it would have been fumbled out of the end zone, touchback, you can't overturn that. You can't look at that replay and go, "I think he regained control. I think it's a touchdown." You know, call overturn. You can't. Well, they did. So let's move on. Uh
3: Redskins, I the forty ers so close, like every week. They're they're gonna get one. They're gonna get one way before Cleveland. They're a much I better take- football team than Cleveland.
2: Well they 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 uh took Hoyer out, put uh Beatheart in. They got a, they've got a fucking future with Beatheart I can tell you that right now.
3: And the Redskins, Kirk Cousins, man. I mean that guy he just he performed he, Yeah, he that guy just performed. With 330 yards, two TDs. I mean, he, you know, it's why well, he got the money. So they gave him the franchise tag. Uh, Bears against the Ravens. Really? Wow. Really? Yeah. Trubinsky's yeah. that good? Really? The Ravens just have an off week.
2: No, no, they didn't. Because uh, their off week was against Jacksonville, where they didn't score a fucking point. I don't know what the fuck this was. I, I, I can't even. Maybe the Ravens just aren't as good as we thought they were. Okay, I'll go there. <laughs> I, I'd rather uh, go there than saying that fucking Chicago is fucking awesome with a rookie quarterback. Oh, we didn't talk about Thursday night. Is you, Rich, are you back with us? I know he stepped away for a minute. No, he's
3: not. All right, so we'll talk about the Browns and the Texans. I mean.
2: <laughs> yeah, Deshaun Watson people. is an awesome fantasy player. <laughs> we win, huh? Hmm. It's the Browns, man. If you expect that Tom Brady and Belichick and the Patriots are going to be in the playoffs and in the in the Super Bowl hunt, you are absolutely assured that the Cleveland Browns aren't going to meet the, make the playoffs. They might not even hit five hundred. They probably won't hit five hundred. At this point, Cleveland should play for the draft. At this point, Cleveland their should whole, play for Canadian Football League. <laughs> their whole team is just fucking hot garbage. Uh, garbage it's like a dumpster fire that's been set like many moons ago and somebody just mm-hmm. keeps coming back and, and relighting the ashes like what? what is that a, a visual
3: yeah the world's shittiest phoenix <laughs> uh, how about the first place los angeles Rams?
2: okay say that again you know what said that 30 years the first
3: place los angeles rams
2: what the fuck fisher go hide if you ever show your face around an nfl team again they're gonna laugh at you Thank how do you, you go man. from like just a, a terrible team that no city wants to the first place team with a quarterback that was said not good enough to start jeff I, well, dude, you were crying somewhere. I know you are. Yeah, it seems that, that coaching switches made a difference. Oh, did it ever. In both places, in Jacksonville and fucking Los Angeles. Jacksonville, even though they lost,
3: they're 3-3. Three three. Usually Jacksonville is a punchline by this point in the season.
2: Yeah, but Fournette is, is for real, I think. I, if we're talking that AP can't come back and be who he was... I'm gonna say he's on the Fournette's on the rise. Oh, for sure,
3: absolutely. Fournette's the real deal, man. He's been pretty consistent. He's been, he's pretty much the star of that Jacksonville offense. I mean, yeah, here is the the next the next game up, man. The surprise of the week: the Steelers.
2: Are the, the Steelers are the Chiefs killers? Oh no, the what? Chiefs. Chiefs were due to lose fucking the first week of the se- season. So yeah, they just took I mean, a week off. That's all that was. But weren't they even at Arrowhead?
3: They were. Yeah, I mean Steelers. I mean that, that. I mean that was kind of a statement. They went into Arrowhead and beat the best team in the league at the moment.
2: Yeah, they they did kind of make their okay. We've righted our ship. Mm-hmm.
4: Uh,
2: you know, go 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 back to Los Angeles for a minute, though. Jared Goff, dude. Seriously. He couldn't throw to his own team last year if his life depended on it. He just it was it was terrible to watch him play. It was like I feel bad. I feel so bad. He should be he should be on Cleveland. <laughs> That's how I felt. Mm-mm. And now I'm like dude can't miss, man. Yeah. And if he gets tired he just hands it to Gurley who's been rejuvenated somehow. Dude, he's been the guy, man. I I I oh Jeff. Mm-mm. Yeah. If, if, there was ever a, a, just a huge example of, will a coaching change make that big of a difference? Look at the Rams, man, because that's about the only thing that's changed.
3: That's true. It's not, not, and, well, they, and, well, like you said, they added Sammy Watkins, but he's done nothing.
2: He's had one good right. game. But I mean, now, the, like when we you had the moratorium on the Jets because they were just terrible last year, you know. And when we looked at LA, it was the same thing. It was like, oh, they can't get anything going. You know, and now with Jeff gone, it's like they're just absolutely awesome. So I got to wonder if it wasn't so much that they sucked as players or if they just hated Jeff Fisher because Case Keenum, okay, was the starter on the Rams offense and he couldn't get him going, just like golf couldn't. He was a little bit better than golf, but he still couldn't get him going. Now he's in Minnesota just lighting everything on fire. Mm -hmm. So maybe it was just Jeff Fisher. Do you see my point? Maybe, man.
3: Maybe. Let's talk about the Chargers and the Raiders. Chargers, they did do we it. They have to. Well, actually, do no. We they, they, got, they won their second game. The Raiders, man. I mean, it's. I told you, man, Derek Carr wasn't going to be his, his best it, beast mode. I mean, that. Uh, do we just. Do we say won? one?
2: Oh, do, do we sound the alarm yet on him? Oh, I think we do. I think we do. What is it, five games in?
3: We're six games in. Right. And We're coming into week seven.
2: Yeah, and you're not even a 40-degree day. That's fucked up. Yeah. But, I mean, that's another team that has no excuse to lose. you got all the right pl- people in all the right places, and and you can't get a win over Really? Really? Over the age-old Chargers? Another team that no city wants? Really? You have a killer defense. You have fucking amazing wide receivers. Beast mode in the running back. Derek Carr is your godsend savior as a quarterback, and you can't beat the Chargers. Meh. Hey, but Melvin Gordon went off, man. Man, did tee off. You're right.
3: Yeah, but, I mean, it's... Yeah, Raiders, Sorry. I mean, we'd set up a 4 see it again. Maybe next year. year yeah.
2: Year 2-4. Beast mode? Here, hold my beer. <laughs>
3: yeah. But how about... Well, uh, Rich Rich's still with us, but we're going to talk about, about the two night games. Or all the night games here right in a row. Start with Thursday night. The Eagles, huh? Is that the best Dude, team in the NFC, man? It, it, that, it, it has to be at the moment.
2: It, it, it scarily... Looking like the old Eagles with, like, a couple of steroid injections, honestly. Because the only Eagles teams that I can remember that looked this good are with Donovan McNabb. Yeah, and they, they look just, Andy Reid era. They do. But they look better than that. To me. I mean, to, just to me. Uh, Carson Wentz is exactly who people thought he should be. He, he's never, He's not even close to the word bust. You know yeah. what I mean? And Alshon Jeffries catches anything near him, and their defense is just solid, rock solid. You just gotta stay healthy, man. That's that's Jeffries' issue. Well, I mean, that's everybody's issue. Everybody's. Mm-hmm. I, I don't remember. it of injuries. It is. I was about to say. I don't remember a season where so many super superstars have gone down with injuries, serious. And and mm. probably season en- ending injuries. Yeah, uh, you know Odell Beckham broke that ankle. He's done. He all done. But the Giants still beat the Broncos. I mean that that's the surprise of the week, right? Sunday night football. There's been there was a lot of them. There were so many of them, and I I, I wasn't so shocked uh, at, at on Sunday night after the week of football. I was like, uh, eh, there's another. Put that on the board. I mean, we thought
3: the Giants. I called that our butt fuck of the week. No.
2: no, 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 no. Yeah, I, I heard, know that. Right? But uh, did you see what happened, though, in New York? Get ready for the resurgence. McAdoo handed off the play calling. Ah. He is no longer the coach and the offensive coordinator now. And now you all realize. of a sudden, Eli Eli knows how to fucking scramble and get mm. outside the pocket and, and, you know, run away from the, the rush that's coming at him. For the first five weeks, he just stood there and was like, ah, blow the whistle, blow the whistle. Yeah. Made the Lions look good. Lions were good. Lions <laughs> had, a, had a great defense. I'm telling you, man, if they get healthy again, don't cut them out. But they got to get healthy. As anybody else, man, anybody else in the league. That's what I was getting back to that point. I was saying, Odell Beckham, gone. Aaron Rodgers, gone. You know, I could do this all day with all of the people that were hurt.
1: Shepard, gone. Shepard, gone. Brandon Marshall is he still yeah uh, he's still injured, yeah,
2: uh Sanders
3: doesn't move
1: there Rich. Yeah. <laughs> just kind of wandered back in like I've been here the you whole know, I mean, time it, <laughs>
3: we'll see, man, I mean it's but I was just surprised that they i mean they didn't just like it wasn't like, oh, the giants win last
2: <laughs> and as Rich
1: reappears, Chris disappears.
2: That's awesome,
1: Dann. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I love these technical issues we're having tonight.
2: Yeah, well, at least they're funny.
1: I swear to fucking god, somebody's fucking with the the equipment at the studio when when, when he's not there. Maybe his old lady's tired of all these podcasts. She's like, You ain't making enough money, you ain't doing this shit, going down there and unplugging shit and replugging it in, all messed up when he's not there. No, I'm here. <laughs> all right. We thought we lost you.
2: We, we did, because somebody like click <laughs> turned off your mic. No, I was, had to charge
3: my using my AirPods. I had to charge <laughs> as putting it back in. But anyway, I forget what I was saying. No, I'm saying that the game, the game was over at halftime. That was a surprise. It wasn't like the Giants won. Hey, last thing, field goal. I mean, it was 17 to 3 at halftime.
2: It, it just, like I said, that just another coaching issue. You can't be a head coach and an offensive coordinator. That shit just doesn't work well. I don't know why Eli didn't scramble the first five weeks. I, I couldn't tell you why. But he scrambled last week.
3: Yeah. And then uh,
2: oh, Monday Night Football,
3: this this is the reason why, you know, when they say ratings are down, which they're not really. But, I mean, with matchups, like, to me, this was, this was too – Big bulls and meth playing each other, especially when you were watching it. I mean, yeah, I guess Mariota did all right. You know, people were like 306 yards, but I
1: wasn't excited about this matchup. I guess it was the first time the Titans ever beat the Colts. But- well, they really need to do something about these fucking matchups in primetime. Thursday, yeah. S- Sun- Sunday, and Monday night football. They need to, I mean, I understand maybe the first two weeks you have to go with the teams that you have. But then after that, they need to be able to flex these games. But it's it's a pain in the ass to the fans because, you know, what if you make your plans for week three? Let's say, you know, Lions games will start at 1 o'clock on week three and they move it to Monday night football or, or Sunday night football. Now you can't go. But, I mean, it's just, dude, they're, they're not going to get the ratings they want with these matchups. They're just not. You know, week week one, you got to, you know, put – Put teams you know are going to draw in the first two weeks and then figure out something for, for the rest of the weeks because, yeah, I mean, these the schedules are set, what, two years ahead of time? Two, three years, teams know who they're playing and just don't know, like, when they're playing them? I think so. Yeah. Sounds right. I'm on it. You know, so I get that you can't predict, you know, how good a team's going to be, but... You know, you know the Patriots are going to draw. People are going to watch it just because it's the Patriots. You know, Dallas mm-hmm. is going to draw. So, boom. There's your first two marquee t- teams for the for the first two weeks.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah,
2: Zeke can play. No, he can't. Yes, he can. No, he can't. Yes, he can.
1: <laughs> hey, as, He's long like he like of, as long as he doesn't run out of appeals.
2: Yeah,
1: I mean, that's, the dude is like Ann Hess, dude. Right? I'm
2: out. I'm in. I'm out. I'm in. That's our
3: legal system. He
2: makes money, and he works for a super rich guy. Things are going to go his way more often than that. Dude, but he's retarded. He's got to serve six games at some point.
1: Yeah, but they won't enforce it during the playoffs if they make it. So Mm -hmm. the worst he's looking at is what? The last few games of this season, first few games of next season. But if they make the playoffs, he can still play. I mean, it's it's a calculated risk, but it makes sense, especially with the fucking with Dallas not being the world beaters that everyone thought they were going to be. Dallas didn't exactly coming out and dominated the NFC. Yeah. No. No, they haven't. So, well, that being uh,
3: said, let's make our picks a because my laptop's going to die soon. <laughs> so, uh,
1: we're going for a historically short episode this week.
3: No, nah, we're still are We'll we'll still hit two hours.
1: That's we'll still be that's, two that's, hours plus. I, I think I think we're averaging close to three hours now. So oh, that's yeah. what I'm saying. This is this is very short. Two weeks in a row, I think we didn't hit three hours. So, like,
3: well, hey, you know,
1: blame the
3: sports
1: world. How <laughs> much going up? Well, but, in, 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 uh, in, uh, there was a, there was a couple issues that that I forgot I bookmarked, but whatever. They they can wait. We'll get to them next week. They're not going anywhere. Or, uh, Oh, gotcha. All right. They're they're not time sensitive, is what I mean. Yes. Speaking of picks, you fuckers won't listen to my
2: picks anymore, will you? (laughs) Oh yeah, because before we get into that,
3: well, 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 well,
2: we are tagged
3: first there, ice man.
2: Yeah. Like I said, I give up trying to figure these fuckers out, man. No excuse given, motherfucker. So yeah. We
3: were both sitting at 583. Rich is at 505. Uh, You know, let's let's start with the college games right away. I mean, at Michigan, I mean, we know
1: what's going to happen. Well, just going to type in Penn State for my pick. Yeah, I mean, give me Penn State. That's not not even a decision. That's just, unless Penn State just goes out there and just literally lays a fucking turd on the 50 yard line, I don't see how the fuck they can lose that game.
2: Yeah, maybe uh, Harbaugh wants to put something up. Maybe he, he's got a, something to prove. Good luck. I'm picking Penn State, too. <laughs> yeah. It, I mean, Michigan does it really State, matter, though? I mean, does it? Because ain't nobody going to beat Alabama. Well, Penn State might. But I, we'll see that in January. Uh,
3: Michigan State playing Indiana. Indiana having to face both of the Michigan teams in the last two weeks. And give me state in this one. And yeah, I don't think they have their offense is that great, but I think their defense is better than Indiana. So, yeah, give me MSU.
1: And this is one of those ones I think could go either way. But I'll go, I'll go with state. To me, they they won against Michigan. They've shown me that so far. They're they're the safer bet of, of those two teams. Even though Indiana did take it down to the wire with Michigan,
2: uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with state too because, well, it took Michigan overtime to beat Indiana, and state beat Indy or state beat Michigan outright. So in de facto, yeah, MSU.
3: All right, Thursday night football. Chiefs at the Raiders. Dude, Chiefs are gonna be pissed. <laughs> they just got. They got beat by uh, the Steelers, Raiders. I, I don't think the Raiders are a match for this team. I
1: think the Chiefs are going to roll over them. Give me the Chiefs. Yeah, I I, I I agree. I <clears throat> saw an article saying that... <coughs> it was an opinion article. Um, I want to say on Fox Sports that this was going to be Marshawn Lynch's breakout game of the season. And I was like, motherfucker, have you been watching the same fucking Chiefs team I have all season? I don't think so. But, whatever. Yeah, give me the Chiefs.
2: Yeah, no beast mode against that defense. All kinds of pissed off. Andy Reid just scratched his head for a week going, how in the hell? And they came into our... And we... A hell no! Yeah, Chiefs. Alright, 1 o'clock game. Seahawks heading to Jersey, playing the
3: Giants. Giants coming off a win Giants are at home But the Giants are beat the fuck up Give me the Seahawks
1: Yeah, Seahawks
2: Yeah, good for you winning the game Good for you beating Denver Good for you figuring out your offense Good for you Now sit down, Seattle <laughs> Yeah <laughs> Thanks for coming Yeah. Oh
3: wait, that's a 4 o'clock game oh, Damn it, let's i them on the west coast I'm getting west coast time All right, all right. Now the one o'clock games. Yeah, why is this going back? All right, Uh, Bucks at the Bills. Bills are at home. Bills are another team that has beat the fuck up though. Give me the Bucks. Come on, Homer. I don't
1: don't even know, man. (laughs) Come on, Homer. I don't want to pick the Bucks, but I can't. I can't with any confidence pick the Bills. So I mean, I guess I'm going to go with the team that. I have a little more confidence. They suck a little less, which is the Bucks.
3: The Bills have Uh. big this here, but there's two sides of the ball. That's the problem.
2: Yeah. uh, Well, I'm going to go with the Bills because the Bucks are are beat up too. Famous Jameis, hurt. Uh, Whether he plays or not, doesn't matter. He's still hurt. And the Bills' defense is not a defense you want to be hurt against. Not even sore. You need to be uh, pretty well mobile and okay. So, uh, yeah.
3: All right, next up, Panthers. That's the Bears. This is pretty easy. Give me the Panthers. I'm not buying this. I know. I just I just put that Bears victory up against the Ravens, are as good as we think they are. And then, too, the Bears probably did that thing where they, they won a game they weren't supposed to win.
1: So,. Yeah, give me the Panthers. Yeah, so Panthers as well.
2: If I have to start worrying about the toilet bowl because of a rookie quarterback that nobody knows existed, I'm going to be one pissed off Lions fan. Give me the Panthers.
3: All right. This next one might set the record for the quickest picks. Uh, Titans at the Browns. (laughs) Give me the Titans. Titans. I mean, the Browns should change their logo to like a dumpster on fire. For this season. Has the Browns
2: won a game yet?
3: Nope. Them and no. San Francisco are owing six. But I told you man, San Francisco is like a way better football team. They're gonna end up with a better record than the Browns.
2: Well yeah, but they got a way better quarterback. Beathart is not somebody to throw away. I'm not kidding. But if the Browns are gonna win a game, it's gonna be someone against like Titans or Colts or 49ers or somebody like that. So it could happen, but I'd still go with Titans.
3: Right. next up on the frozen tundra. Of Lambeau Field, probably not that frozen yet. Saints, Packers. I know I talked all that shit about culture in Green Bay, but you got that Saints defense coming in. Uh, you know, guys gonna be making his first career start.
1: Sorry, give me the Saints. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I just got a gut feeling. I, I, I think. The Packers have Packers have a way of making a fucking quarterback sit behind their starter for years, and maybe because it is the Packers that the backup actually pays attention and seems to learn from the fucking from the starter. I mean, how many how many backup quarterbacks left Green Bay and went on to have success in the NFL who backed up Favre? I mean, it, it's you know more than a couple, so. I don't know. I just give him I'm taking the Packers on this one.
2: Drew Brees is one of the most elite quarterbacks in the National Football League. He's got great weapons. Their Saints defense is just astounding. It is going to dominate. I pick the Saints. Fuck Aaron Rodgers. That's why. Oh, Rich, this
3: is like the NFL Network. You'd have the you'd have the wolf hat on right now. You'd have to howl. you be the lone wolf. <laughs> All right. Next up, Jaguars at the Colts. The Colts could be another team that a dumpster on fire could be their logo. Yeah, they've won two games, but I was watching Monday Night Football yesterday. They look fucking awful. Give me the Jaguars.
1: Yeah, give me the Jags.
2: I'm going to go Jags here, but Luck needs to get his shit together and get back on the field. Because, not for nothing, yeah, the team as a whole sucks, but Brissett don't suck. Just gonna tell you that right now. Luck supposedly coming back after the bye, from what I've heard. Okay. Well, he needs to do something because you know suck.
1: This season is damn near a wash for the Colts, anyways. Why rush Luck back? Yeah, they back? tuned June four. Why rush Luck back and possibly get him re-injured? I don't care about how his backup is playing right now. That's not the future of your franchise. So, I mean, I, I just I don't I don't see a point in rushing him back just to say. Oh, his backups playing above his pay grade.
2: Well, it's not necessarily above his pay grade. He did study under Tom Brady. All right. Next oh. up, Cardinals,
3: Rams. Uh. Ooh, shit. Now mm, you're gonna. Now
1: you're, now you're gonna see AP play a defense.
3: Mm, I mean, Ooh, if shit. the Rams win this one, it's gonna have to be in the to the girly
1: man give me the Rams yeah I'm gonna go if it's gonna be a, a, a ground and pound game I'm gonna go with the younger back who's got way more of an upside so yeah give me the Rams
2: okay well I have the Rams written so I'm gonna go with the Rams but oh shit okay if we have a buttfuck of the week we have a don't miss this game we... yeah, that's this game don't miss this game if you want to watch a good game. I don't care if you like the teams or not, this is gonna be a good game. Because the Cardinals defense isn't are no slouches. They got great corners. Huh. Wow. That is a coin flip. AP's, you know, feeling rejuvenated. I don't really like the Cardinals quarterback, but you know, Chris, you and I sat and talked about the rejuvenation in LA. This is this is gonna be a game. Rams, yeah. Kind
3: of. Next up, Jets at the Dolphins. Damn it. Neither of these teams are, do anything for me, uh, but the Dolphins are banged up. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets,
1: Jets. Uh, suck it. I guess I'll go out on a limb. I just don't... I don't have faith in the Jets, so give me the give me the Dolphins. The Dolphins got
2: a great quarterback, rejuvenated after so many de- de games off.
1: Got a great running back. Is this a bit? <laughs> yes, because I'm a not bit. getting this. The same thing yeah, I did with 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 Nolans. I'm not getting this <laughs> bit here. But go ahead. It
2: is a bit because I talked so much shit about him when we reviewed the game. Yes, it's a bit. I hate Jay Cutler. I hate the Dolphins. Fuck Sue. That's why. However. There's no fucking way the Jets are going to beat the Dolphins. If that happens, I quit. (laughs) I'm going to spin a wheel and see what happens for my picks from out. There's no... There's nothing the Jets have that can... I can't picture how that happens. I I can't picture it. I can't picture, well, the quarterback for the Jets throws it to this receiver or this running back for the Jets runs through that line. I can't see it. No. So you're picking the Dolphins? I'm picking the fish.
3: Alright, next up, Ravens F. The Vikings. Give me the Vikes, man. There's nothing on the Ravens offense that excites me at all.
1: Uh whereas you see you you see the uh, the Ravens losing to the Bears as the Ravens isn't as good as we thought they were. I just think I don't know. I think the Bears Bears had uh, sunshine on their ass every once in a while. And that was last week. I think the Ravens are still a better team than the Vikings, so give me the Ravens.
2: Oh, no. I have to pick the Vikings here. I don't want to, but I have to. Uh, I thought it was what the fuckings when they lost and didn't score a point to Jacksonville. Uh, they proved it wasn't a fluke when they lost to a rookie fucking no name quarterback in fucking the shit bowl. Sorry, my friend, you ain't even close to winning against the fucking Miami or Miami. <laughs> Minnesota Vikings Alright, next up
3: America's team Surprisingly two and three That's 49 uh, This ain't 1986 man Give me the Cowboys. The Niners. Wall. <laughs> they're not as shitty as I think their record indicates Yeah, I don't I don't think they have an answer for Witten, for Bryant, for Zeke, for What's his name? Beasley, Terrence, whatever the fuck his name is. Oh, I forget his last name. I just
1: know his first name is Terrence. Yeah, give me, give me the boys. Yeah, give me the Cowboys.
2: I'm with that. Dallas. Yeah, beat hard. He's gonna be something soon. Ain't gonna be this week though. I mean, he's gonna have a good game, but
0: nah.
3: Bengals and the Steelers, divisional battle. Steelers at home, got the momentum beating the Chiefs. And They're going to keep riding it. Bengals, it's not the shit show we were deeming it earlier on in the year, but,
1: yeah. Uh, give it give to Steelers. Yeah, I'm not ready to say that, you know, Bengals are, have arrived this season. That's for damn sure. And, I don't know, Steelers showed a little bit of fucking something last week. Maybe there's a little something left in the tank. And, something we always say, and they seem to prove, there's. are st- Second half team, and we're getting close to that fucking halfway mark. So, give me the Steelers.
2: Yeah, I'm with you guys on this one. Uh, The Bengals and the Steelers both have righted their ships. Problem for the Bengals is they're the Nina to the Santa Maria when it comes to the Steelers. Sorry, guys. So that means the Steelers. Yeah, I'm picking Pittsburgh. All right.
3: Uh, Next, another another divisional battle: Broncos to L.A. playing the Bolts, the Chargers. Give me the Chargers, man. I picked them, worked out what? for me. Give, give, give me, give them to me again. Broncos are on the road. Broncos, the Broncos are slowly starting to uh, fall into that 40 degree day category with me. They don't seem like they're gonna be anything special this year. They seem to be a 500-ish team. Give me the Chargers.
1: Dude, is there a team that has been fucked over more by the NFL with being moved than the Chargers? Like, they they don't even... No one gives a fuck in L.A. No one gives a fuck about them. Like, seriously. And their their biggest fan, Charger Man, gets thrown out of the fucking stadium because he had a mask on. It's part of his fucking persona. He's not a goddamn terrorist. What terrorist dresses up as a giant lightning bolt? (laughs) (laughs) Jesus the world's God. funniest terrorist. Oh, I mean, a guy who wore the rainbow rig- wig and always held up the John 316 sign, he is in prison for fucking murder, so. In the name of Thor. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, dude. No terrorist. Hey, hey, what do you have on under that costume, sir? Oh, explosive stupid. No, I'm not drawing attention to myself like that. Anyways, it's just I had to get that ran out. I, f- I feel like the Chargers have gotten fucked over a little bit by the NFL with that move, but whatever. Um yeah, I just don't I, I'm not I'm not buying the, the the package here with them. Just give me the Broncos, man.
2: Uh the Broncos might be a 40 degree day, but the fucking Chargers are below freezing. Uh, they they are in need of a rebuild in the worst way. Give me the Broncos.
3: Uh, I'm Lone wolfing it on this one.
2: All right, Dude, you, you had medication while you were away from the mic. I, I don't know how you came up with that pick. <laughs> Alright,
3: All right, next up. Rematch of the Super Bowl. Falcons at the Pats. Get the fuck out of here. Give me the pass. So I heard this today, and it's a very good point. Patriots have average receivers. They're running back by committee. Their offensive line ain't that great, and their defense sucks, and they're still 4-2. Dude, Pats.
1: I, dude, that's all fucking Tom Brady does is make average receivers look like great receivers, and he makes great receivers have record historical seasons. So I don't even know how that's a, all they have is, is, is average receivers. Yeah, well, they got Brady there, and they got the system. Those two things, those guys are going to look like world beaters. Give me the Pats. Oh yeah, give me the Pats.
2: Uh, they had him beat three-quarters of the way through a Super Bowl and came back and beat him. How how in the hell are they going to figure out how to beat the Pets? They're not. And you're right. He does make average receivers better. Nobody knows who Blevins is. Nobody knows who Edelman is. Nobody knows who any of his receivers in the past 10 years were.
1: You want to know who my best fucking receiver is on my fantasy team? And I have Julio Jones and Michael Bennett and uh, 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 Des Bryant, Chris fucking Hogan. Yeah. So there you fucking go, dude. That's all the proof I need. I mean, I don't understand how that's a slam against the the Patriots. To to me, it's like when, when he doesn't make average receivers or below average receivers look like world beaters, then that's something to talk about. Until then, it's just Brady and Belichick doing what Brady and Belichick do.
2: Right, and gave Moss his first ring.
1: Come on now. He never got a ring. He just got the fucking touchdown, single-season touchdown record.
3: Oh, same thing. All right, so next up, MNF. Divisional battle. the Five-and-one Eagles against the three-and-two Redskins. Both teams look great this year, but one team looks way greater, if that's a thing. Give me the Eagles, man. Rich, you were away from the mic, but, dude, the Eagles are the real deal this year, and you called it.
1: Yeah, man, I, I, I got to go with the Eagles. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with who I'm gonna dance with who brought me.
2: I'm gonna go with uh, Coach Green on this one. They are who Rich thought they were. So if you want to crown their asses, crown them.
3: <laughs>
2: Give me the Eagles.
3: Yeah. All right. So another week of picks, and now another bunch of teams that Kyler and Kaepernick won't be playing for. That dumbass is going to sue the NFL now. He's got Mark Derrigus. He's going to sue the NFL for collusion. Good luck with that.
1: You know, this, you is, me all, to- this is all I'm going to say about that because I don't want a fucking two-hour post-picks discussion. Yeah. But this is him throwing the white flag at ever playing in the NFL again. Yeah. No matter the outcome <laughs> of this lawsuit. This is it. He's done. Biting he's the hand accepted. that feeds
3: you. This is biting the hand off that feeds you.
1: Yeah. he's he's He uh-huh. took a look around and said, I'll never play in the NFL again. I might as well go out in a blaze of glory. His hope right now is to be looked at as a martyr 20 years from now in the history books. That's his, that's his only hope. I, 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 I can make a living agree. off of that.
2: Completely agree. Because he already came out and said, I am so sorry. I will stand for the national anthem. Please hire me. And when everybody was like, yeah, no, no, we're still not hiring you. He was like,
1: fuck you. I'm suing everybody. (laughs) Well, he he never wins. So (laughs) That's true. I mean, you know, good luck with that.
2: I know we have a shit on millennials and forever on this show, but that's a millennial move if I've ever seen it. I'm sorry, y'all. Please come, come back. Let me play. Can I come back and play? No. All right, fuck you. I'm suing you.
1: (laughs) It's a millennial
2: move. Fuck off. (laughs) That's such a millennial move.
1: Pretty much. So,
2: all right. So, yeah,
3: that's it. We did it. We made it to the end of another one. Uh, But, yeah, next time we talk, the World Series will be set. The Lions will be sub 500. Oh, wait, no, the bye week. That's right. They can't lose this week.
2: Yeah, stop that. And, uh, Chicago, (laughs) thanks for playing.
3: Yeah. But thanks to everybody who's been listening, who's been downloading. Oh, yeah, the NBA season will be a week old. You know, we, you can officially start bagging on LeBron in a week or We're all excited for that. Well, so I'm already bagging on him. <laughs> but thanks to everybody who's been listening to the show, liking the show, downloading the show, sharing the show on Facebook. You can follow up on Twitter at Sportsy Podcast. Uh, email the show borgie at christophermedia.net uh we're on instagram yeah and just search us on facebook all that stuff make sure wherever you listen to us that you are rating us you are reviewing us because that's how you help other people find new podcasts so we will see you next week all right later guys peace out y'all